Michael is typing. Mm-hmm. Typing, typing, typing. I'm going to let everybody know that we're live. <laughs> <laughs> Are we live or did I just lie to people? Um, we can totally go live if I press this button. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> so there we go. We are live. All right, all right. Um, and we are recording. Oh, oh, all right. Well, let's get let's get it started. I guess. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Welcome to two nerds, maybe more, with your host Michael. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds Maybe More. My name is Michael and with me as always is Marty. Marty, how are you doing today? I am doing pretty good. It's uh, Saturday for me, Saturday evening. And it's uh, Saturday morning for me. I woke up probably about an hour or so ago, which is late. Whoa, that's late. You're like usually like an old person up at 5am sort of person. Yeah, I'm usually, you know, up at 5 in the morning working in the garden for some reason. Um, No, it's been, uh, overall, it's been a fairly rough week for me, just generally speaking. I was uh, lacking energy, just didn't have much motivation throughout the week to do much of anything. And then my days weren't great um, at work. They were pretty annoying, and uh, yesterday... I was not feeling the greatest, and then Yuna decided to get her toy spring stuck under the fridge, so I got it out, and then it immediately went back under the fridge, but it got stuck in a place where I couldn't (laughs) grab it, so I had to move the entire fridge, lift it up to get the spring. I threw the spring away so she wouldn't bring it back, went and took a shower, and it was back underneath the fridge. Um... (laughs) And then she decided to run into her litter box, came back out, and she had poopy paws. The best. The poopy paws. I'm like, you have so much litter in there. Why can't you just bury it properly and not step in it? That was all before I managed to have a cup of coffee. Uh, On a Friday morning. And the day did not get any better from there because I ordered some tacos. And by the time the tacos got to me, they had shifted in transit. And I opened oh, no. up, I opened up the container, and all I did was see empty tortillas, and all of the meat was like off on the side. So <laughs> I had to rebuild it, and then when I ate it, the tortillas weren't even—they were overcooked. They did not mm. taste good. And if you're having a bad day and your food is not good, yeah, then it's just. It's a rough one, and then the ride that was supposed to pick me up, it kept bouncing me around the ride app, like, people kept canceling. Somebody, I spent ten minutes waiting for a ride, and by the time it was two minutes away, they canceled it. So I had to wait another fifteen minutes for another ride, so, um, my week has been a little bit rough, (laughs) to say the least. That, that doesn't sound like a, a good week, no. I, I I agree. Um, I don't know half my week been. It's been a week. I think it's just been average, average week. Uh, nothing too amazing, shiny happened. Uh, nothing really bad happened. I mean, I did go to the vet with my uh, mm-hmm. my cat, 
Um, but I mean, she's she's. It always amazes me with my cat when she because it's not something I haven't been to the vet with her that often in my life because uh, she's always been healthy, always been happy, always been you know uh, good good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I finally do take her. It's always funny to see how, you know, sure, she will meow a little bit after a while because she wants out. But it's not because she dislikes being in the box. It's just because she's curious. She wants to come out and see what, what's there. And at the vet, she was like just jumping out of it, running around and sniffing everything and checking everything out. And, <laughs> um, she, she had to take a, 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 have a blood, blood sample taken this time around. Mm-hmm. Um, she had that once before in her life. La- the first time when she got that, she was actually a trooper and was, you know, just taking it um, uh, without any any issues. Where this time around, she was a little bit more unhappy about about it. But she got it taken, and it turns out that she just has old cat's disease. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, basically, just because it, it's something about the kidneys that they don't work properly because the cat is just old. Yeah. So there's nothing too much to do about it besides, you know, adjust the food a little bit and uh, and then she should be good to go. Good to go, good to go. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you say we jump into this? Um, I'll let you start because normally we start the show off by talking about things that we've watched. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I've just simply watched um, like a little bit of Dragon Ball Super, not even half as much as I watched last week. And then mm. I haven't watched pretty much anything else, so... Um, I'll let you start off. Sure. I watched something just because I wanted to. Um, All right. <laughs> and that's I why mean, I, I usually watch things. That's how it works, isn't it? No, I, I watched Avengers Endgame. Nice. Rewatched it. Mm-hmm. Would have to say. So, um, and and rewatching it, it's still a good movie. I really really enjoy it. Um, there is still a few, like really large um, plot holes that you that I, I did notice them when I watched the first time around but it's even more evident when you watch it the second time <laughs> and you were paying attention to it and it's just one of those that maybe you should just ignore it and don't pay it too much attention to it but you know me being me I cannot let it go so um, it's it's such a big deal when they time travel but spoilers by the way if you still haven't watched it I'm sorry um, <laughs> But they're making such a big deal out of it that when they time travel, that they need the PIM particles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so they have to because they failed, and one of one of the teams fails in their mission to get you know the the Infinity Stone. So they need to go even further back in in the past, uh, but to a place where the Infinity Stone will be, and where there's also. Uh, pim particles accessible right and that's fine as well everything's good and dandy and then they go back to to the present time my big question is how the hell did past thanos then all of a sudden time travel to the present because <laughs> he does at this point in the story he doesn't have the time stone and in this point in the in 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 time he doesn't have pim particles either so how the hell did he? How did he come to to the present and at, attack our heroes? A mystery that we just don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you'd have to have to imagine that somewhere out in space there would be something equivalent 
to the pin particles that he Maybe. would be able to discover. It's it's never shown, it's never told. It's just sort of like it's it's a, a plot plot hole to be honest. But it's one of those where yeah, my, I mean, it doesn't really matter too much now, does it? But it's still you know my my mind can't help but be like, but how did that work out? How does that work? <laughs> um, so yeah, time time travel always a mess. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't really think of any movie that's really done time travel well, or no. or at least like completely logical right because like yeah obviously if you take out the scientific aspects of it then a lot of things have done time travel well because you think about it and you're like oh like terminator is really cool like you know you go back in time try to stop it um mm-hmm. of course you have back to the future where <laughs> terminator is an odd one as well because um john connor's dad is the guy that he sends <laughs> back from the future so how did he actually get born how did, the how did the events place. yeah how did events in motion start to begin with yeah and yeah so so it, it's a little bit weird things like that and, and and i think it also depends on what what theory that you you know subscribe to mm-hmm. because i subscribe to the one that if you go back the only way that you can change something in the past you would create another an alternative timeline that's the only way that you know it would work in my mind because you know if you live through your life and then there's a, an event that makes you have to go back to the past and changes that events never happens then you also erase the reason for you to go back in the first place and then you would never go back and then you have a paradox you know mm-hmm. so um so yeah but yeah it, it's 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 probably something we could talk you know hours and hours and hours about because there's so many so many theories and so many good great average not so good movies out there <laughs> about time travel yes um all right so like i said i haven't really been watching anything uh, but i was reading a bit this week um i was like subbing in classrooms and stuff like that and during the time that they read i was reading as well so i've been reading a book called words of radiance by brian sanderson and it is the second book in the stormlight archive series this is a high fantasy series that is supposed to be a 10 book epic 10 oh my god i will never start reading this mike it's too many books um and this (laughs) is they are not light books um Currently, I think the book that I'm reading is uh, 1,310 pages or something like that. I'm definitely never going, <laughs> going to get through this. Jeez. The first book, The Way of Kings, I read it, and I actually read it on the Kindle because I I got it randomly. I was subbed to Amazon Kindle Prime, I believe it is, and I was just looking for something random to read and take advantage of my Kindle. So that book popped up as a free title. So I decided to give it a give it a go. Mm-hmm. And good thing that I did because the moment I started getting into it, I really got sucked into it. Um, mm-hmm. The book is really good. It introduced it has an amazing magic system. Um, if you're familiar with fantasy in books, uh, high fantasy is fantasy that includes magic and things like that in a faraway place and stuff like that. This mm-hmm. one is kind of like that, but the magic is not like, like Star Wars. Uh, not exactly, no. <laughs> um, but this one involves magic, not in the sense of people are in the streets conjuring up flames out of their hands and things like that, but rather um, it's humans 
that for some of them, they have the, the ability to infuse themselves with something called Stormlight. And Stormlight is still kind of a mystery, at least for for me as a reader at this point of like how it has come to be because Mm -hmm. the um what is it there are things called high storms within the series and they're these terrible storms that nobody can really weather they like uh they destroy cities and things like that so people have adapted to try and like take shelter and barricade things once these storms come in but it appears that there's more to these storms than meets the eye and it may um people tested it to things like the almighty or god or things along that nature but it appears that these gods um have motives of their own and at least where i'm at in the story it appears that they are starting to make their move mm-hmm. and we are along for the ride along the way and it's very interesting if you like things that involve slightly medieval but exaggerated in a very um, fast-paced and exciting way that's this series so mm. far um cool. it it does a lot of stuff like with politics and war and when i say politics i mean more of like like backroom politics type deal you know like uh think uh some of the politics stuff in uh what's it called uh, Game of Thrones and things mm. like that. So yeah. it's pretty interesting. It's a lot of fun. If you are looking for a new fantasy series, and even if you're not looking for a new fantasy series, but you just want something to read, check out Way of Kings, which is the first book in the series, and then continue on. Right now, there are four books currently released. The fourth one just came out recently. So you said it's supposed to be a 10 book yes. thing, right? And he roughly takes, looking at the release dates, like three years in average per book um he started in 2010 so this book says if he keeps up that pace will be done in 2040 just want to put that out there mike just Mm -hmm. want to put that out there so so it looks like i'm i'm taken for that amount of time (laughs) all right i've that just tells me that i have something to look forward to till 2040 let's see how old is he he's 45 all right he'll be good to go it's all good it doesn't necessarily mean that it takes him that long to write it. It means that it takes it that long for the entire process to be done. So he could literally write it quicker, and it just might take the publishing a little bit longer to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just read it. It's good. It's fun. Yeah. I, I really want to get back into reading. It's just, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where I just think I have to take my time with it and be like, now nah, I will sit down, uh, sit down now and read. Mm-hmm. And it's just been an... It's I don't know I just have so many things that I different things that I do so it's just difficult for me to to actually um, do that these days. So, mm-hmm. but well, if you find the time, check out Way of Kings first book. It's excellent. I, I highly maybe recommend. I will maybe highly I will. recommend. Uh-huh. So I've been playing something very American. I see that I am. Um, I don't know what to make of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing American Truck Simulator. And how is that treating you? Because I've never played any of those, to be honest. The thing is, I don't really know how I got around to play it. I think I was just looking through, you know, I think Steam was suggesting me something to to buy or whatever, and this one popped up, and I I was like, you know what, it could maybe be cool to just drive around, and uh, I I was thinking that it might also be like a light 
sort of game where I can watch, you know, um, Critical Role at the same time or something like that. And as it turns out, totally possible because mm-hmm. you are basically driving around. And mm-hmm. so, um, so yeah, it's just been it's just been a really chill, nothing too fancy, anything. Um, so you you basically you know just in the beginning you don't have a truck so you just uh so so you you take you know uh, assignments where the truck is already provided for you and obviously you don't make you know tons of money that way but then you slowly accumulate some money and then you that means that you're going to borrow money from the bank the more money that you make so eventually fairly quickly i got my own truck and um now i'm starting to make a little bit better money um, and it also opens up free roam, so I can drive around cities and, and America um, as I want to. And 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 as it, it, it looks like, you know, right now I just have my own truck. You can also get your own um, what's it called, like the the, the 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 thing you're pulling, uh, the trailer trailers and and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you, you can get your own ones of those as well. Uh, you can hire uh, other truck drivers, so, so that's also sort of like a, a truck manager sort of type deal in it eventually. And so I think when you get a little bit further, and you can actually do a lot of different things. But I just haven't gotten gotten to that point yet. And the only thing though is that you know it's not nothing. It's not like amazing gameplay. You're basically just driving around. That's what you're doing. You're driving around. Um, so I am getting a little bit, you know, to the point of like, yeah, I've, I've done that. I've been driving around for a bit, uh, all over uh, Western uh, 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 America. Uh, I actually have base right around where you live, Mike. Just so mm-hmm. you know. So, so maybe, maybe I drove by your house. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so now it, it's just really it's something you know easy, chill, just to quickly jump into while I'm watching something else, maybe or whatever. So, um, so yeah, just 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 chill. So so the main concept of the game is that you're driving different trucks and you're doing deliveries, right? Yep. Yeah. So for those who don't know, is that like actually I don't know how it is in other countries, but truck driving is actually still one of the major means of getting certain things across the country um lumber steel even uh food and things like that like trucks are used heavy, heavy a- machinery i've been driving a lot of heavy machinery yeah so it's a <laughs> it's still a huge thing in the united states and um there have been changes over the years because i know that it's been said that those truck drivers work under very strenuous conditions like they have tight timetables that they have to make and the more deliveries they're able to get in the more they get paid because they get paid per delivery so it's a huge industry in the United States, and uh, from what I understand, as long as you do your job well, it pays pretty well. But mm. you're spending a long time out on the road and away from family and things like that. Yeah. So do you have to deal with the repercussions as a truck driver in the game of your family not being able to see them? Does your <laughs> does your driver take some mental fatigue? Uh, not in the case of you know the missing out on the family, but there is things like you have to you know um, um, uh, remember to sleep and mm-hmm. um, I mean I guess that's it. Don't don't uh, cross a, a red light. Don't speed. You know things like that. Um, but I mean in worst case scenario you're just getting fined. That's basically mm-hmm. what happens. You're, you're getting fined um, 
for it eventually if you get caught if you yeah. get caught put it on the company's tab no <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right american truck simulator well uh last week i talked about swotor and pretty much after we got off the podcast i think i started playing it again and then sunday i played it most of the day after we did D. I finished the Knights of the Fallen campaign, and I think it's actually the first time that I finished the Knights of the Fallen campaign. Hmm. Uh, I don't think I ever took down Arkin at the end, and it was really fun. I did not want to stop. Uh, My initial plan was to put an hour or two in each night this week and hopefully be done with the Knights of the Eternal Throne. Um, Unfortunately, that did not happen with the way my week went. But I've still gotten a pretty good amount of time done in SWOTOR. And within probably the next month or so, I will be completely caught up on current content. Um, assuming that I'm able to keep it up and I get to go finish up uh, the current expansion as well as Onslaught, which is the current expansion um, that is out right now, Endgame. And then at the end of the year, it's actually the 10th anniversary Mm-hmm. of Swotor. So um, there's supposed to be some big stuff going on then. It's rumored that they're going to unveil the next expansion as well. Ooh. Yes, so I've been subbed for quite a while now and I haven't let it relapse. So I've been jumping in, having a lot of fun, and I actually am getting the itch to do some PvP. I mm. don't know why, but Swotor PvP was always kind of fun, except for that Hut ball, but I want to try and learn it a little bit more to get better at it. Yeah, I, I quite enjoy the PvP aspect of it. I don't think it's one of the best PvP experiences, but it's fun. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I agree. I agree with you completely. We're like, I never knew what was going on for the most part. <laughs> but that's me in like any MMO PvP. Like, I suck at WoW PvP too because I'm just like, Every time I go, somebody tells me, go here, I go there, and they're yelling at me because I'm not somewhere else, and I'm like, you just told me to be here. So I just never know what's going on. They always leave me at a place, and I'm like, I'm a healer. Why are you leaving me here alone? I can't fend off two people. So, yeah. PvP, not really my jam. Yeah, I mean, I, I think even in World of Warcraft, PvP can probably be a little bit... If you don't know what, what you are supposed to do, then it can be really... Um, yeah, not that great of an experience. I mm-hmm. think because I've been playing uh, uh, PvP uh, uh, quite a bit lately, and Asheran is one of the world is one of the uh, you know the large scale PvP battles yeah. that, is, that is actually happening quite often. I find uh, for me at least, and and I have no clue what to do there. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, once in a while, there's a person in there who has a lot shit shit ton of, of macros, I think. And I'm like, let's go over here. Follow me. Now we're doing this. Now we're going over here. Um, and and then you usually win if you have that mm-hmm. person in the group. But if you don't have that person in the group, it's just, I don't know, weird. <laughs> People just get upset that you don't know what you're doing. And they never like said, hey, this should be the plan. They just mm. get upset that you inherently don't know exactly where to go and what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. But, yeah, still still enjoying it. I've always kind of hoped. Part. I've always kind of hoped that if I got into a guild, that the guild would have like even like one night where just as a guild, it was like PvP group, right? Like, 
everyone is in raided battleground like just for just for fun just because it's easier with the coordinated group period right and it's more mm. fun even if you lose so i've always wanted to kind of be in a guild that did that occasionally my first wotor guild actually did that uh where we would queue up i think it was thursdays and we would just do pvp as a as a guild and it was a lot of fun i still I actually, didn't know what to do but <laughs> <laughs> i actually i don't remember when was this i i i used to be in a pvp guild at some point in my world of warcraft ca- uh, career um and it was so much fun even even when we lost it was so much fun because mm-hmm. you were it's the same with raiding you know it's not really fun when you wipe but it's okay when you're doing doing it with friends and you can have mm-hmm. a band and it's the same here that obviously sometimes it, it was a little bit frustrating when you were so close at winning and then you just lost but overall um it was just a really really fun experience so if you if you at some point quit raiding and and you still want to play world of warcraft um, just try and see if you can get into like just a, a casual PvP guild or something because it is so much differently when you actually have a group of friends to play with and it's yeah. actually fun. So it's kind of the idea behind MMOs there. Uh, but speaking of MMOs and PvP and World of Warcraft, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're interested in it at all. Uh, <sighs> but the uh, the Burning Crusade Classic is coming around, right? So yep. uh, the pre patch is now live and. Um, if you haven't taken a look at it, they've split the launcher up where now they have the World of Warcraft tab, which has the current expansion Shadowlands, and you can also switch to um, WoW Classic, which will be the classic experience for vanilla. And if you choose to go to the Burning Crusade, if you currently have a character that you're moving over, they will give you the option to move the character over and later they will allow you to save a copy of it for like $15 uh, US to keep on the classic server if you so choose or you can simply move that character over to TBC, no fees or anything like that Um, there's a lot of controversy going on around Mm -hmm. it and personally I don't get it Um, the idea of being able to pay $15 and keep a character on the classic server while still having a copy of that character moved over to the next expansion is absolutely amazing to me because that's something that we've never had before back in the day if when you moved on to the burning crusade that was it Mm. there was no hey, do you want to save a copy of your character to do classic? Like, no, you just kind of had to leave that character there and never touch them again. And then by the time BFA comes out and you're super bored by the content, you go back and you're like, hey, look at this goofy-looking guy. Haven't touched him since classic. He's still here wearing the same gear from Molten Core. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, like, I think it's I think it's a wonderful option that they've included uh, to be able to keep a character on those classic realms in case you want to go back and see see that and still go through the old raids while still having the option to move that character up and continue that progress i rolled a um a drain eye shaman that i'm leveling currently on the tbc classic servers just because we'll see how long it lasts uh, i don't really last too long on these type of things and i fully admit that but so far it feels better than any leveling that i did in in the classic classic you know like the original one when it launched i i feel like the shaman is leveling a bit quicker um it feels a little bit more fluid 
and I'm not really running out of mana as much, so I don't know what changes TBC brought that might have changed that, but it does feel a little bit better. I don't know if that's simply because I'm a little bit more used to the systems now compared to when I first launched up Classic, and I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, I mean... I was on uh, Tom's stream yesterday as well, a, a three extra live stream yesterday as well, just talking in chat with him about it. And I think Syl was over there as well. And you know what? I if I were to play classic TBC, then it would probably be just to do Karasan because that's an amazing raid dungeon. But you know what? I can't be asked having to level <laughs> up, gear it up, do all the achievement um, and so on and so forth. So it yeah, is one of those know. things it is one of those things that you kind of have to like even while I was leveling last night I was just thinking I'm like if I really want to do stuff like I'd probably have to join a guild and I always feel an obligation if I join a guild that's why that's why even though I've been playing Swotor a bit I have not joined another guild because I just don't want to feel that obligation because I would join a guild that's doing like operations and things like that and is actively still doing endgame stuff just so that when I got there if I wanted to I'd have the option but I didn't want to feel obligated and then like the next expansion for World of Warcraft comes out and I put Swotor on the back burner for another year or so and then I'm like oh I'm kicked from the guild because I wasn't active for the last year <laughs> like I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing, but it's there if people want to go and get it and just know that if you are going to look up stuff, you're going to see a lot of negativity in the community, but that's kind of uh, par of the course, I think, for World of Warcraft stuff these days, which is very disheartening where, like, a majority of things that you see is negative when you look at the content creators and then their communities that surround it. Um... I've never really been a huge fan of like Asmongold and his community, um, but I think that recently, like, it seems like he was trying to more make amends for like the community that he created with like his personal updates and things like that. Um, but then I did see a video of like when it launched, and he was pretty much roaming around looking for people that were leveling shaman to, and he was gonna like shit on him almost of like why are you actually leveling the shaman instead of getting it boosted like why are you doing that blah 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 and I was just like why why do you do these things like what does it matter to you what does it matter to anybody how someone else plays the game unless they're griefing other people yeah that's what yeah, I don't I get don't if somebody wants to level completely doing battle pet stuff go ahead <laughs> and do that if you like Shadowlands over retail for whatever reason then enjoy it if you like TBC, enjoy it. Just let people enjoy the game <laughs> the way that they do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If if you want to to play your way, be my yeah. guest. It it just annoys me so much. I just don't get it where it comes from. Like, no. The the thing is that I actually know quite a few people who actually have been gone from World of Warcraft for like I don't know many many years, many expansions and. And some of them are back now. They're playing classic, and then they're having a, a great time. So I mean, it, I think it's cool. I think it's great that they also have you know something they can come back to and, and play that they they enjoy. So yeah, one thing that I did think was interesting was, I mean, this might just be because the pre patch just came out, but the classic servers were 
were pretty low population once the pre-patch server came live for the Burning Crusade. And I was like, this is a little bit weird to me because he had so many people talking about how they wanted vanilla and they wanted that experience. I didn't hear people mentioning the Burning Crusade and now they're all moving up again. Mm. And it's like, wait, did you guys just want to go through this process all over again? <laughs> like, you just wanted to do that? I, I'm I'm confused. Yeah, imagine when they get around to do Warlords. I, I really think that what they'll do is they'll cut it off at Wrath. That's what I've been hearing a lot of people saying. Yeah, I think that that would be the logical cutoff point, and I think that, whoa, <laughs> um, hippos are in Marty's apartment, apparently. <laughs> um, but no, I think that moving on from here, I think you will see a group of people that leave that stay with TBC. Mm. Because I have noticed that there are people that say Wrath is the best expansion. Yes. And they, they swear by it. Yes. And then... We do. We do, and, Mike. But then you do hear other people say that, like, Wrath was the beginning of the end. They say, like, uh, TBC is the pinnacle of World of Warcraft, and I enjoyed that. But then once Wrath came around, that started putting things in play to make it more casual, um, to make it a bit easier for everyone else that was trying to do other stuff. So I've seen both arguments, and there is that phrase... Um, Wrath Baby. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, I was included in this, I always thought that meant that Wrath Baby were like people that started in Wrath of the Lich King. And that was their first expansion or something. Yeah. Um, but from what I understand is that it actually started off as a derogatory term for people that started off in, um, what is it? in wrath like it was more of a derogatory term rather than like yeah it's a point of pride like i'm a wrath baby it was more of like oh these are wrath babies because they oh, couldn't okay. they couldn't hang in vanilla and tbc so now they need all these easier things done to them blizzard is making it easy for them in wrath of the lich king um and uh, it was like a from the high end they were calling them wrath babies because they mm. were just babies in wrath of the lich king i don't i don't feel like for me personally at least I don't I don't feel like Wrath was that easy I mean sure it is probably where, when Blizzard starting to started to to you know clean up some some of the a bit more messier systems and, and it is probably you know where the, the first step towards where it is today but I still think that Wrath of the Lich King was such a good expansion there were so many good raids um, overall the story overall was, was really really cool and did that Ending. I don't think we've seen an ending like that. Like before, everything was just from start to to end so high quality, in my opinion. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's actually if they do wrath, I think I might actually I could potentially jump into that one if if they do have a boost, so I can just jump straight into mm-hmm. <laughs> wrath of the Lich King um, <laughs> because I can't be asked leveling again. Um, that is something that I could potentially see myself doing, actually, because that that expansion is so good, and and I've never finished. I never finished Ice Crown. Mm. Still need to finish all all those quests up there. Um, so yeah, so it's totally something I could see myself doing. Um, and I do think that 
that is probably you know that's the end of, of the OG World of Warcraft era after Wrath mm-hmm. of the Lich King and I think when you look from everything after that then I think Legion is most most likely the one that, that comes out on top that was such a good expansion like very closely for me at least personally closely followed by uh, Mr. Pandaria, of Pandaria. <laughs> yeah uh- you know, so I. It's also Wrath of the Lich King is kind of the end of the Warcraft three within WoW type stuff, right? To a certain extent, where like to a certain um, extent, yeah, to a certain extent, like a, a majority of like the major plots from Warcraft three were coming to a conclusion there. Mm. Um, like TBC, you had like the Illidan and you had Kael'thas, um, like their main stuff started to get. Uh, and the they were Legion. wrapping up, yeah. And uh, well, the Burning Legion comes um, and goes, as we know. Um, <laughs> uh, but you had that as well. But Wrath of the Lich King was like the big thing, right? Arthas, and it was Arthas was such a pillar of Warcraft Three that everybody wanted to witness that story. And I might be interested more to play Wrath of the Lich King as well, simply because current leveling, I have never liked leveling in Northrend. Um, I feel like some of the quests were like you have to fly to certain caves and stuff like sometimes the caves are hard to find it's annoying circling around the area Um, they have a lot of things where you're growing underground too and I'm just I get lost and I get annoyed with the questing in Hmm. Wrath of the Lich King at least current so maybe if it was released at a pace where like I actually play it at the pace it was intended Maybe. maybe maybe it would be a bit more interesting but for every time I avoid Wrath of the Lich King now, where like okay. I I wanted to love it so much because I love Warcraft three and I never got a chance to play WoW before mm. then, so I was like I want to love this but I hate it. I'm like I love some <laughs> of the music in like Grizzly Hills and of course like all the areas and some of the dungeons are pretty cool too, but other than that I was like this place is annoying. It has that annoying raid slash dungeon or whatever where you're on the dragons and it's vehicle combat for the entire portion i'm like i hate this why do i I do do this i I do think one of the things that wrath of legend did not do well is that that's when they started trying out vehicle combat and it just never they never got it to work work it never got to a good good place so and it still doesn't it's still no If, if you hate that, you will still hate that. <laughs> Especially since, like, what is it? In uh, Uldaman, right? Like, that's the raid? Mm-hmm, the first raid, yeah. The very yeah. first boss. Yeah, I hated, hated the encounter. I mean, it was fairly easy to do, but it was just, oh, so tedious to get through. And that raid is considered one of the best in, it is. in it World is of Warcraft. Of yeah. But I couldn't get past that first one. <laughs> I was just like, I hate this. Because I did the, um, the, what's it called? The time walking version. Yeah. But also remember that, you know, people playing the time walking version doesn't necessarily remember the tactics or know the tactics. That's um, me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. But I, I think for me, like, one of the best raids ever made in World of Warcraft is still Karasan. Original Karasan. Such a good raid. Only 20 man, but still. I, I really enjoyed the, the smaller the smaller. Was it groups. 20 man or was it 10 man? No. 20. Oh, was it 10? Was it 10? Maybe I it, thought was it was 10. I thought it was 10. You might be right. But it doesn't. It, it doesn't matter. I, but how was it back in those days? I think back in those days you had ten man and twenty five. You could choose your group size. Mm-hmm. Ex- except I think Karasan was. Oh, I don't remember actually. What it, it was, was a ten person raid instance. There we go. 
Um, but yeah, no. Hashtag wasn't even there. <laughs> there we go. No, but I, 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 t- I, I tend to. I know a lot of people were like they didn't like Ten Man. I really, really enjoyed Ten Man because it, it, it had, you know, a little bit of an extra difficulty to it because you're you're just less people. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if you lose one person, if you lose one person, then then you know it gets so much more difficult than if you're in a 25 man group and you lose one person yeah. you know um and so, so yeah so so i always really really enjoyed the 10 man stuff and i'm sort, sort of missing it uh, a little bit um but but no i carousel that's just so good really really loved it loved that place yeah Preach um, just recently did a video that released the other day um, where him and another guy, they were reminiscing about their first ever World of Warcraft guild mm. in in Classic and like the mistakes that they made. And they were talking about dungeons like, like Karazhan, Ten Man, and Upper Black Rock Spire, where back then they were designed for a certain amount of players, but you could you could bring more people. And while you couldn't do quests and things like that because of the raid group size, you could opt-in to just get loot from bosses and things like that so you could have a 10-man raid like karazan but you could bring 15 people for a slightly easier run but less loot overall because obviously you have to choose how to split it but it was like that flexibility of kind of having a bit more fun with it and i've never didn't know you were able to do that with more than 10 people yeah so i think all you had to do was just Group it up, like just fifteen people go in. I don't know if Karazhan was like that. Karazhan might have not allowed it, but like Upper I mean, Black I... Rock Spire, you were able oh. to have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Upper Black Rock Spire, yes. That that was what what we usually did, or what became very common to do, was that you brought one of each class mm-hmm. because you know that because there was class specific gear in the dungeon that people were after. So you know, instead of having to bring, you know, if you if you wanted to bring three healers, you would then. You would never. You would try to avoid bringing three priests mm-hmm. because you know you you wanted the priest set yourself. So, um, so 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 yeah. So so a lot of the time, what people tried to do was doing you know class runs. So mm-hmm. you, you brought one of each class, which at that point was twelve people, I think, or something like that. Um, and uh, so yeah, so yeah, uh, really, really, I loved that dungeon. Uh, it was so much fun, and even what was it? Um, Skolomans uh, mm-hmm. was pretty normal to do that with roughly 10, 10 people. Even though it's a, you know, technically you are able to do it with a five-man group, but uh, um, but but the norm was to, to bring ten. Um, so yeah, that that was that was actually pretty fun. That that you could you could choose yourself how how you wanted to 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 run these kind of types of dungeons. What what I would really like is even in in modern. In modern retail, wow, what I would like is at least once or twice an expansion. Why not release, like, we have the new Mega Dungeon coming out, right? Um, mm-hmm. The city um, of the brokers and things like that, their trading area. What yeah. I would like is something like that, but to the extent where Mythic Plus is not an option there. Mm-hmm. And I want them to go a little bit bigger and grander in scale and create almost a mini raid where you and 10 people can go in and it's going to take an hour or so to get through and it's more of like an old school dungeon design where you're in this dungeon Mm. and you're exploring it there's multiple paths to go and there's different things that you can do in it you're basically describing mega dungeons well so (laughs) so well the, the thing with the mega dungeon is that when they're 
when they're designing the Mega Dungeon now, it feels like they're still designing it in a way where they can break it up into wings later for mm. Mythic Plus. And I don't want, I want it to be created in a way where Mythic Plus isn't even like a factor in it. Where like, this is not designed with Mythic Plus in mind, and it's more of designed if for the atmosphere and to do things. Cause I think while Mythic Plus is fun in its own right, I think it, limits some of what they can create in a dungeon format mm. yeah i don't i don't see it though blizzard these days love systems they, they need to, yeah, yeah. To, to put it into a system uh which is yeah, a whole another discussion <laughs> that we don't really yeah how how do you feel about dungeon and dragons mike it's all right no <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so we had yet another session, as we do, and yes. this one was filled with a dragon fight. It was. Yeah. So, um, what I did was that, because you invited a lot of extra NPCs to join you, mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, uh, let's bring in some of, my, uh, some of our friends uh, to play these characters, so I don't have to play 15 characters. Um, so, I did that, I invited two of our good friends uh, to join the group, and Tom who always plays different characters each week, took one of the characters as well. And then we had a, a, a good group of, what, six, seven people? Uh, seven players, I think. Well, six six players and, and one DM'd character of a person who has left the group. Um, uh, so, yeah, so how, how did you like the surprise of having extra people? I really liked the surprise guest stuff. Um, like, when they joined the group randomly in the call, I was like, this is cool. Like, this was a lot of fun. I, I think that was a really nice touch. Like, it was almost like when we were invaded on the podcast. Um, <laughs> it, it was really cool. And I always love doing stuff with Syl. And to meet somebody new that really jumped in and offered something cool to the group as well. Like, that, it was just a fun time. Mm. I really, really enjoyed it. Also, I don't know, did you, did you notice something was different with the area? Because... You guys arrived on like not the 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 week before that you you arrived in the cave, mm-hmm. and that that's where we ended. And then last week we we started on on in this cave. Did you notice something different? I'm gonna go with no. Good. Yeah. Because I, I redid the map too. Because I changed that fight up so much. I changed it completely because there were so many people. So I was like, if I just either I'll just beef up a dragon. Mm-hmm. And then you will just be hitting it forever. Or I, I come up with stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So so Kitty agrees. That was fun. <laughs> um, so I... Obviously, there was, the dragon has its layer actions. I didn't change any of those. The, those were there. Um, but I did change up that you couldn't deal direct damage to the dragon. Mm-hmm. And I changed the map layout as well. Because there were so many people. So I was like, we need some space to maneuver around a little bit more. So, so yeah, so I changed up that. I, I added the, the feature with the, the rocks that could fall down, so it, and it created cover for if people needed cover, even though nobody really used it. Um, and, and yeah, uh, there was the gemstone, obviously, all the way on the other side of the room that, that uh, stored all the damage that you did to the dragon, and you could then use that eventually to, to beat the dragon. So, so yeah, I, I changed up completely. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 yeah how, how was the fight to fight to be on the other end i thought i thought it was a bit easy mm. 
um, just like the way things were going um, once the gem thing was figured out. Um, so I thought that when the gem was introduced, I thought the idea was going to be to destroy the gem and then maybe a portion of the damage that we had been doing was carried over. So mm. essentially, like, if you did six damage, you only did two damage and the gem absorbed the rest of it. Yeah. Um, rather than, oh, once they figure out the gem, then the dragon's basically defeated because that yeah. was pretty much how it happened. Um, and nobody from the main party really died. I thought that we would have. I'm given, pretty like, sure Amanda to have, will disagree in that. Yeah, like, Ted died, the dog. <laughs> um, and I, I I thought it was going to go worse than what it actually did. So that's mm. why I feel like it, it went... Because, like, we didn't even come out where, like, most of most of the main party, like, none of us were really injured. For no. the most part. Like, the, the, yeah. the, that is also part of how the dragon works. That it goes after all the, the uh, what's it called, like, the... Uh, uh, lesser targets, the easier targets first. Mm-hmm. So that's why he was target. He was a lot of the time targeting the the Durgas, like the normal ones, and Ted and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, he did. To be honest, the fight took a little over two hours, mm-hmm. and I I hope that it would take around two hours because that that's what I you know had agreed with the others that they should join for two hours. So in the time aspect, I think it was pretty right. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, though, it did make the fight very, a little bit easier or a lot easier for you guys when you have a sorcerer that grounded the dragon. Mm-hmm. Because I could not, my, my I mean, I could pro- probably have cheated and be like, yeah, it, it, it just struck it off, but I, I went with the dice and it actually it got grounded. So when it tried to flee, it couldn't it would you know it couldn't flee either so so yeah that would, so it was also just down to you you did some good some decent play <laughs> and 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 you had some some good dice rolls so yep i mean the dice giveth and the dice taketh away so despite my my need to see some more death and carnage <laughs> um like overall i mean the the fight was fun right like um it's always fun to face like a giant creature and things like that yeah. Um, but I I did think that we were going to be in a situation where either A, people were dying, or B, we we would have to retreat and mm. um, maybe like come back at a later time when we were more well-equipped or uh, more experienced. And then it could have been like a breadcrumb thing to like bring us back to an area that we had previously explored, yeah. but we couldn't conquer the the dangers that were there. I mean, the dragon was supposed to flee. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that is basically what the book says as well. That if if you get that far, then the dragon will most likely try and flee. Mm-hmm. Um, but since you had grounded it, the only way it could get away was to try and get into the water. And it tried to, but uh, then a little just too had, late. Yeah. The, um, so, but again, I mean, sure, maybe I could have just you know pretended that it had a, a few more hit points <laughs> than what you knew it would have. And but to be honest, I think you all did you know such a good job so i was like let's 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 just kill it let's just kill it um and see what happens so yeah i think i took a quite a big hit in the beginning because i was like the first one that it engaged Mm. um, and i got hit twice but i'm a paladin so i was able to heal up that damage um the next turn so i was pretty good to go there and i still even i still had my half orc racial where i could have 
survive that one HP should something else happen. Um, I mean, overall, it was a good good experience. Um, yeah, it was good. Awesome, because and I then... spent a lot of time trying <laughs> to figure out how to 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 make. To be honest, I think the gemstone was a good idea because you had all just the amount of damage you gave to the to the dragon. Uh, before you realize that you know it didn't really take too much damage, that amount almost killed the dragon um, because you just do because you're so many people and and uh, you just did a lot of damage to it. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, but I mean it's also one of the things that I'm still trying to figure out. How does it work? How much how much health is a lot of health, and when does it become too much health? Because mm -hmm. I think that's what we had. Uh, previously, where where I beefed up some uh, some of the orcs in the orc area, and and it just felt like combat took forever. <laughs> it's a difficult balance to figure out for sure, mm -hmm. but um, overall, I wouldn't worry too much. I thought it was good. So awesome! I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. It's uh, quite different than what we've been doing so far. Um, yeah. So for those who don't know. Uh, after the whole dragon incident, a couple of our friends were taken by an orc party um, that were that were waiting for us. They were taken. We are on the hunt to try to find them, uh, but we kind of walked into an ambush of sorts. Most of the party got knocked out immediately due to poison darts of some sort, um, Except for one of our members who made things worse um, and <laughs> refused to surrender. Um, and she kind of engaged in combat with a few of the orcs, which we'll see the repercussions of this week and see how far, um, how degraded the relationship is between us and the orcs now and see if they're even willing to have a dialogue or not so we'll see interesting yeah because i i've <laughs> the, been thinking about it. the you what you've been thinking I said, about it i've been thinking about it because i'm like i wonder how they're going to to work because everyone has different opinions about orcs and the way that they do things and um mm. just how much like how much are they actually willing to communicate and try to find a peaceful solution especially when they've been attacked so we'll see it's it's going to be interesting <laughs> what i really to be honest i did not expect that to happen it was one of those things where i uh, as a new dm were a little bit out on deep water all of a sudden because i expected you know all right i'll just you know i'll i'll, I'll uh, uh, poison them all so they go unconscious and then we can move on and then we can end you know this episode and and it would be like a cool cliffhanger to end you don't know what's happening but then then the the freaking bard just kept dodging those darts <laughs> um, and she decided to not put her weapons down to actually fight against how many were there like five six orcs something like that one person against <laughs> six orcs and 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 yeah it was so interesting for me afterwards to to see the because we we were we having the discord chat where we talk together but also that's also just the chat portion of it and it was so interesting for me to go in afterwards and see all the memes uh, all the gifts that just got <laughs> posted while that whole thing uh, went down um, so yeah but to be honest it's also 
without spoiling anything, that standoff that happened in the end actually, you know, did inspire me to, you know, a, another little story beat that will happen. You'll see tomorrow what happens. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where, you know, it's not it's not me who's telling a story. It's us together mm-hmm. who tells the story. And I think yeah. without that happening, that story beat would not have been there. So it's it's just it's fun. Um, and I, but it, it also just shows that I, I need to just keep my cool and just you know be like uh, just just see what happens and, and go with the flow. So so it's definitely something that I'm still still learning. And that's that's usually how it goes, right? Like you provide a framework and a general mm-hmm. idea, but almost like an old Goosebumps book that you read as a kid. Um, you get to choose your own adventure as you go in. Yeah. And um, there, you're you're always going to be in a situation where there's a chance that things might go off the rails in a way that you didn't intend. Yeah. And when that happens, you will have to determine how how strong will you stick to. I want it to go this way versus okay, now it has to go that way. Because um, I could tell that you were giving her all the chances. I was to giving back her out of the her chances. current course of action and yeah. I would have I was like two chances in and I was like Marty just do it <laughs> just do it and you're still going <laughs> like just do it yeah but we did end there we did, we did roll for initiative we did uh, mm-hmm. go into combat she got down to three health points and I, and I was like yep this is enough even the, the, the friendly org kind of could not, you know, just stand by and, and watch her get slaughtered. So she intervened by entangling her and giving her disadvantages on her on her role. So I could finally just blow dart her and get her unconsciousness. See, that was nice of you because I thought that she was eventually just going to turn on her because she got whacked a couple times too. She did. She did. Yeah. And I was like, okay, she's friendly with the group kind of, but she's still an orc. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I think I might attack her if I was in there <laughs> getting whacked. Yeah. I mean, I think that particular org, you know, didn't know that, that you know, it was a, it, it was like a, a, a situation that was, you know, pr- provoked into existence and, you mm-hmm. know, things happened because of, you know, just it, it, it was just action reaction. That's what happened. That was not too, too many, you know... Oh, let's have a think about what's going on here. You know, no, it was just you know something happened. That was an mm-hmm. action. That was a reaction, and then there was a reaction to that reaction, and it all all just escalated. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. But anyway, I'm looking forward so much to tomorrow. I'm also a little bit worried because you know um, I do have sort of like this is you know I don't have a book to fall back on because this is homebrew uh, mm-hmm. territory. So um, whatever happens tomorrow. Um, can go a lot of different ways that I cannot predict and I don't have anything to fall back on so I will have to just improvise and that scares me a little bit um, <laughs> but it's also part of the fun um, so, so yeah look, look, really looking forward to it uh, I've tried to not obviously try to plan out what I want to happen with the different characters but also do it so loosely so you know if, if if someone decides to make a big standoff and do something else then we can take it down that road as well but but yeah it will mm-hmm. be it will be interesting I'm looking forward to see what you think um, because I think a lot of people are quite scared of, uh, for their characters at the moment mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we'll we'll see what what's going on I'm interested in it 
um, to see what what's going on. Cool. And I think that will kind of bring us to an easy end here. We yeah. are right about at time. Uh, somehow it turned into yet another World of Warcraft fest somewhere in the <laughs> middle there. Um, but it's it a happens. lot of fun. Um, a few things before we get going. Make sure that if you're reading, go ahead and read uh, <laughs> Way of Kings by Brian Sanderson if you haven't. It's good. Um, if you are interested in World of Warcraft and you're interested in the way it used to be, Burning Crusade Classic servers are now at pre-patch state. They're up and running. Go ahead and level up your Shaman uh, your Drain Eye and your Blood Elves if you want to get ready for the actual expansion and in other news that we didn't really touch on uh, for some reason Vault of Glass is re-released in Destiny 2 which is the first raid from the original Destiny it has <laughs> a few changes in there the difficulty's beefed up a little bit so if you are interested in that stuff go ahead and check out Destiny 2 if you have a group obviously you probably already know about that but um, interesting stuff going on there if you're interested in that Otherwise, if you want to get in touch with us, you can go ahead and do so by emailing the show at two nerds maybe more at gmail.com. You can find us over on Twitter at two nerds maybe more, or you can check out the website at two nerds maybe more.com, which has this episode and all of our previous episodes. Thank you all for joining us. We will catch you all in the next episode. And until then, take care, be safe, and enjoy all of your nerdy things. We'll catch you later. Bye. Bye. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.